Welcome into the Dad Verb Podcast, where we chat about parenting from the lens of a dad. My name is Andrew, and Ben, we got some explaining to do. Okay, we uh, we yeah. were we were pretty consistent. Then we had a blip. Then we went to Las Vegas, and then we had another blip. But now we're back to the consistency. <laughs> let's let's yeah. explain to the people <laughs> what's what's been going on. We had some hiccups last week. We were planning on recording. I've been yeah. MIA a little bit. Yeah, been we busy. Hit, we hit a wall. We we hit a bit of a wall. Um, and it was it was just like this confluence of life events and kids and technology, and it just Sicknesses. did not work out the way we wanted it to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if I remember right, uh, by the way, how are your kids? Because last I knew, when you were coming home from Vegas, there was a stomach virus running through your house. Um, <laughs> yeah. Did you guys survive it? Yeah, so there was like a stomach thing, but it, luckily it was a quick blip and it didn't rip through our family. Um, and then it was awesome. all good. But then we all caught a cold uh, and that ripped through our family. And I like still have a lingering cough after that. But I like we're mm-hmm. good. We're actually, I can say for the first time in a long time on this podcast, we're all healthy. So knock on some wood. Uh, but we are good. Okay. How about you? Yeah, so we were healthy. Um, everything was fine up until uh, probably third Wednesday of last week. Wednesday of last week. Um, my son, I was looking at him, and his eye looked a little bit red. And then he woke up from his nap, and it was a little goopy. And lo and behold, we had a bacterial pink eye infection. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was fun, um, trying Ooh. to you know, do eye drops in, in a two-year-old who's going to fight you with everything they have. Um, and now he's got like kind of this little cough thing going on, but it hasn't really developed into anything, which I'm very thankful for. Um, but yeah, we are, we're on the mend. So I think that's a big plus, but you know, uh, our first experience with pink eye in this house, uh, you know, with the kids. So, uh, luckily we've uh-huh. kept the baby from getting it. Neither, you know, I or my wife have gotten it. So lots of, uh, lots of hand washing, lots of sanitizer and, uh, just generally trying to keep our hands clean. So we don't end up, you know, with pink goopy eyes. That's man. I I've been there a couple of times and it's not, it's not fun. Like we've had, the first time we did the whole pink eye thing, it like it got all of our kids, including the baby, and that was annoying. And it was just oh. like, ugh. Uh, but then you know, then they prescribed the antibiotic drops, and then and then and then they like like you said, they fight you for it, and it's like, are they getting like the full dose like of the medicine? Because like the moment the drop goes yeah, in, they just like I squeeze their eye, and then like the drop pops out. I'm like, did they yep. did they get the medicine? I'm like, what the what is happening? No so, idea. Uh, yeah, yeah, but it's it just happens, man. And there's more to come. I'm sorry to break it to you, but that's just how it be. And yeah, oh, I'm sure it's, uh, it's just how it is. But I mean, I'm glad that it ju- it was kind of relatively contained to just the one kiddo, and it didn't hit all you guys. That's, yeah. that's when it hit. Everybody. That was that was the big worry. Was is it going to hit the little girl? Um, you know, luckily it didn't get to our daughter, who you know, obviously she's very very young. Um, and she would have been, you know, most likely would have been fine, but it just right. would have been a struggle trying to get um, eye drops into a three-month-old. Right. Well, uh, and then after that, uh, so that kind of delayed our recording, our intended plan to record. And then there was an internet snafu, mm-hmm. which uh, I feel like yeah. maybe it's on my end this time. But like, if if the listeners right now, whether you're watching or listening, there's like a slight like uh, reporters delay. It's because the internet is. 
I think good, but maybe a little bit bad on my end. But what happened with you? Uh, ours was just having general issues. It was like we could download things, but the upload speed was so bad. Um, so we would just have really intermittent connection. Um, so, you know, one of those things where you call your service provider and they're like, yeah, we'll get to you in like three days. And it's, you know, it's, I had this weird, like first world panic attack where I'm realizing that, you know, I'm sure like most families, we have completely switched from, uh, you know, traditional cable or satellite services. Streaming everything. We only stream stuff, right? So Netflix, Disney plus HBO max, like we have all of it. We probably spend more money than we did on cable. Yeah. Once the internet uh, goes down, it all goes down. Now. Right. But the internet goes down and then it's like, oh my God, like my kid can't watch Llama Llama. Like there's no bluey. There's no, like there's nothing. nothing. So nothing. it's like, what do you, what do you do? Like, <laughs> like, oh God, I need to come up with like games and like entertainment. And we spent a lot of time outside for the last three days, which I, I think was good. Um, but you know, definitely a, a first world parenting problem. Straight up, like, yeah, yeah, like these kids need their freaking show so that we can survive here. Okay. So, uh, right. yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I mean, bet you, that was a tough got 48 kids. hours. I've got two. It's sometimes you need a screen to just help them yeah. get through a moment or to give you a break to like get to one of the other kids or whatever. Like, there's somebody that requires more attention. And yeah. so at that point, it's like, hey, why don't you watch a show for a couple minutes while I go do X, Y, or Z, right? While I do right. dishes or finish, you know, uh, change a diaper or whatever it is. Uh, right. Yeah. Right. We don't have any internet. It's like, I mean, we have a fenced backyard, but still it's like sending your two-year-old out to your backyard <laughs> with no one to supervise them while you do anything. Yeah. It's just a recipe for like, you know absolute chaos so yeah it is hard for me to trust our kids in the backyard because um well <laughs> sienna is she she's just turned one which is awesome we've got a one-year-old now she's that's great she's becoming much more mobile she took her first steps today um awesome. it's actually really cool the things that's such a big her. milestone i'm freaking in love with her dude it's amazing but <laughs> uh, yeah cannot trust her in the back because like we've got uh in the east coast we grew up with squirrels we don't have those here we have bunny rabbits instead but you know as cute as they are they are just rodents uh and they mm -hmm. they poop everywhere all over our yard and our and sienna is is she's finding the poop she hasn't eaten it yet but when colin was you know just starting to get really mobile walk around mm -hmm. and uh like he would find the poop and then just pop it in his <laughs> mouth like a candy and he would eat it uh so and it's just like man you feel terrible as a parent like but like I just we yep yeah, we slip we slip and do? he would eat the bunny poop so yeah um, what are you gonna do it's just it's just how it is man sometimes but um yeah we're um I'm jealous though you you've got a nice backyard situation you've you we talked about it briefly in a yeah. previous podcast yep. where is that project at is it uh, done it's done totally done yep yeah so we have the backyard the the patio, the pergola, all that stuff is completely done. So we are going to um, kick off the summer season with a little Memorial Day party. So we're excited for that. Finally have people awesome. over to uh, enjoy the yard. So it's something we've wanted to do for a really long time. And, you know, we're finally in a position to do it. So it uh, it worked out really well. We're stoked to Dude. let people see it and get to enjoy it. We had a playset in our backyard. We got rid of it. We sold it to my brother-in-law. Uh, and my nephew is really enjoying it now, but we have a clear open backyard and it's been great. We've been playing like full on soccer matches in our backyard, but we did that so that That's we awesome. can make 
room for turf. Like turf is like the next like big yeah. plan in our backyard. We're, we need to get the yard graded, uh, a retaining wall built in the back, mm-hmm. and then turf, right? That That's like the big goal. Right. Uh, and uh, the th- like, I, like it, it's so high on my list. That's like the next, I don't want a new car. Like I don't want, like the, the big thing that I'm saving <laughs> for is turf, okay? I just turf backyard. I don't know how to pay for it. So it's like it in all reality is it's going to cost like 20 or 30 K. Like that's what it's going to cost to redo our yard. I don't know how you pay for that though. So I want your advice. Mm-hmm. How do you like, because there's the option of, you pay, you, you like finance it. Like, like you're paying for a car, your down payment, <clears throat> yeah. You paid off over, you know, I don't know, 36-month period or whatever. Okay, this is real dad talk, guys. How do you finance a backyard project? Like, that's <laughs> – I like – but then what's, what's the the home uh, line equity – wait, a high – wait, what is that called? When it's like uh, you take equity out of your home. A home, home equity. A HELOC, that's what it was. Yeah, there's two different options. There's – um so so, you know – you can use the equity in your home to finance large projects, right? Like basically you're taking a right. loan out of the the equity, right? Like the the increased value of your home versus what you owe on it to right. uh, you're borrowing against that to finance your project, right? Um, that. And most banks will give you, you know, up to a certain amount. But the rate and aren't rates like insane right, right now. So like a HELOC is Probably so rate, not. rates are high. Yeah. Yeah. So, you so rates are high. Either, right? um, so like, I think, so I think like a 30 year mortgage right now is averaging like 7% from what I was reading. Um, which, you know, if you were able to refinance in, in 2020, like, you know, we're, most people are who did refinance did. are in like the twos, right? Like 2.8, three point, whatever. Yeah. Um, we're you know, sub three. Low, so we're happy. Um, which is right, right, right. Being, I mean, sub three in a 30 year mortgage, um, is, is awesome. I never thought we'd be there, but you know, here we <laughs> yeah. are. Yeah. Um, we're fortunate. We're you know, fortunate. so I will say like, you know, when we financed our, our, our backyard project, um, we did it through a HELOC, but like those rates are, you know, even when we got in are between, you know, like five and 7%, right? So that's on a, on a big project. That's, that's a lot of money to, to finance. And so, you know, that's kind of where the challenge is where you need to, to look at, you know, weighing, the cost benefit, right? So how much is it going to cost to eventually pay that loan off? So if you take out, you know, $50,000 to do the project, but then you're at 7%, like how, depending on how long you pay that off, you know, depends on how much you're actually paying back to the bank on that equity. Um, and again, you're using your house as collateral. So if for some reason you can't pay that loan back, like they have a lien on your home and they can technically take your house, right? So, um, you definitely don't want to finance more than you can actually handle or take on more than, than you can handle for, um, you know, your normal, normal expenses and normal living expenses. Um, right. But it is an option. And, and the other thing I think, you know, again, this is not financial advice or anything like that. Yeah. This, is this isn't we financial advice guys. We were financing our project. Yeah. Um, right. But right. we, you know, we waited out and we basically said like, there's, there's no generally no penalty for repaying, a HELOC early, right? So you can do it over, you know, five years, 10 years, 30 years, there's typically a draw period of 10 years where you can actually take money out of the HELOC, like a credit card. 
Um, and then you enter mm-hmm. what's called repayment, which is usually a term of, again, 20 years, 30 years, you know, kind of like a mortgage. Um, yeah. So it's effectively a second mortgage on your house. Um, yeah. So again, it's really just, you know, what you want to do. And, you know, you could do a 30-year finance and then pay it off early, um, you know, just like you can do a 30-year yeah. finance on a mortgage. And if you make extra payments, you end up paying it off early. Um, so it really just depends on like financially where you are, like, are you going to be able to pull in extra money to pay that down faster? So you're not paying as much interest. Um, or is it, you know, not going to hit quite as much where you can, you can float a higher payment for a shorter period of time. Um, uh, but right. again, right. just all stuff to consider when you're thinking about like these big projects. Um, and then the other yeah. option too, is like, you know, rates are up now, eventually, they will start to come back down to a more normal right. level, right? Exactly. Um, you know, most cases you have the opportunity to refinance that debt as well, um, just like you would with a mortgage, where you could refinance it to a lower rate, um, which would make things you know a little bit easier, make your payment mm-hmm. lower, um, or yeah. you know keep the same payment and pay it off over a shorter period of time. So I'm just I'm just so impatient. I just want it now. Like I'm so impatient. I just dude, it'd be you know what'd be really nice? It'd be so good if I was a billionaire. If I was just rich. <laughs> and then I could buy whatever I, I want. Like life would be so so like that would be so nice. How do you do how do you do that? You just invent a Facebook or something, right? It just is easy. You just do that. You invent TikTok and you should be good. Well, thank you for yeah. letting me uh pick your brain about uh uh, just tip not financial advice guys this is not financial advice but i mean this is just so like we've been budgeting like pretty well lately like we've been really right. good about it uh we've we've kind of set strict limits on ourselves because we've just been spending so much on dumb stuff right like just dumb little things yeah. that accrue and then it's like we spend so much on like little things that we don't really need and stuff on the kids that like makes them happy for four seconds but really is is it have long-term value so we really mm-hmm. cut a bunch of the stuff to put away so that we can do like real home things that we've been putting off for so long and it's just because we've been irresponsible right. but started doing it and it's like literally been life-changing <laughs> so like we we were able to uh within like the first month or so like we were like wow we've we're good we can do our first project so our first project was we bought a new couch right. Uh, it was on sale from Costco. We we're like, wow, we can sell our old mm-hmm. one, sell a couple things. Uh, and with the savings just from the yeah. first month, like, all right, we got a new couch. So we're paying off. Uh, uh, so, so we're paying off the couch. We just did like a, a quick little uh, like three month finance thing. Uh, but then once that's done, yeah. all right, now we're, we, we want to do like these curtains all, all around the house. Mm-hmm. Smart curtains because we're bougie. Right. Uh, and I, I just I just want to mm. do it with a button. Because uh, I I can't be bothered to to <laughs> use my hands to open the blinds. And, no, no, we're not savages. So uh, I'm. Uh, <laughs> so we're gonna drop another know, a couple thousand on that. Living. Oh my gosh, it's so true. Yeah. But yeah, that's like the next big project. And then and then, so we're gonna ramp up. We've wanted to do like lighting and new faucets and all that stuff. Um, and then we'll right. ramp up to to the um, to the turf, and eventually an outdoor kitchen. I have a buddy of mine who's much more handy, and he's like building his own outdoor kitchen. Mm-hmm. I think that's the one thing that I really want to do more of. Uh, I'll be more handy and just build stuff by myself. I can do like the basic like installation of basic you know plumbing and faucets and lights, but like building mm-hmm. stuff and like cutting the wood, like that's the thing that like I feel like 
I enjoy, but I don't know how to do. And I feel, I mean, this is weird. I don't know about you, but like, I feel like less of a man, less of a mm-hmm. dad because like, I'm not handy. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's like a hundred percent. It's just me or what, but like, I wish I could do more of like the home build stuff, you know, because I like it. Yeah. I think part of that is like our, our generation, like where we sit between, you know, kind of boomers and, and, you know, I think we, are generally raised, at least in, in my case, and I'm sure in yours too, I was raised by very capable people. Um, so like, you know, my, my grandfather was very, very capable, knew how to fix a lot of things, very good with his hands, did, you know, a lot of manual, he did manual labor his entire life, construction, logging, all kinds of stuff. Um, you know, we used to build horse fences and, you know, horse runs and all kinds of stuff for, for the animals and and whatnot around their, their house. And, um, I remember actually, it it was one of the things that, that happened, uh, right after we had our son and he was starting to walk is I was, a friend of mine had built a baby gate and I was like, yeah, I'm going to go build a baby gate. Like it can't be that hard. I found plans online. I got all the materials together. I built the most the monstrous catastrophe <laughs> of a baby gate. And I mean, I got, I spent hours on this thing and then I brought it upstairs. I got it mounted to the wall and I looked at it and I was like, and I knew it was terrible. And I had my <laughs> wife come up and look at it and she, she looks at it and she just looks at the bottom and she goes, the gap is too big at the bottom. Like the baby's <laughs> going to be able to crawl through this. And I remember it just in like, a blind rage. I unmounted it and like took this 30 pound wooden gate back downstairs <laughs> and was just like, just like threw it into the garage. Oh um, man. And it was, it was one of those things where again, it was like, I was raised by like very capable people. And I was like, man, I cannot build a baby gate. But I also <laughs> realized too, that when I look back at all the projects my grandfather used to do, he used to overbuild everything and nothing was ever like, quite perfect like he wasn't like a finished carpenter or anything like that like he could build like a basic gate yeah and then it would good enough you know it would be a hundred pounds it'd be a little bit cockeyed and like you know you'd need two dozen screws to mount it to whatever it was supposed to be stuck to Um, it was never going to move and it was good enough but like it never looked great and it never functioned quite the way he wanted it to Um, and that's exactly (laughs) how i build stuff never looks quite right you know it's always got a little lean or a little slant but yeah you know i see here okay let me a little bit about me now so okay my dad came from a very hard working family in the philippines in manila right so when Mm -hmm. he came to the united states he really had the mentality of like living the american dream of saying like listen i want to leave behind all the hard labor that i had to do growing up in the philippines and i just want to pay i want to be so successful that i can just pay people to do the things that i don't want to do right so growing up my dad hustled and he worked hard and he and he got into wall street and he worked on wall street right and he did well and i grew up in a in a happy good middle class just easy going american home in in new jersey right but there was no yeah. handiwork ever. If anything was broken or needed fixing or whatever, my dad wouldn't touch it. I don't even know where his toolbox was, right? So like he would just pay his uh, pay someone, some sort of handyman, or re- defer to his friends and be like, "Hey, 
you do this for me, okay? I'm I, like, I'm, I have the money to pay you, mm-hmm. right? That's what, that was like his mentality. So I didn't grow up mm-hmm. with that, you know, that kind of know-how, the, the, the ability to work with, you know, basic tools. And like, mm-hmm. I know, like, I have friends who be like, yeah, man, when I was young, I was just exposed to just like working with drywall. I would just like work the summers with my dad or whoever, mm-hmm. just like doing drywall or doing lumber or whatever. Right. Like, I didn't have that. And right. I, it's not that I resent it, but like, the thing is, like, I actually enjoy those kinds of things. And I wish I had more of that mm-hmm. know how. I just don't. I don't. And another thing, like, I don't yeah. know dick about cars like i don't know a thing like i hate yeah. like i'm not a car person man and all my buddies like oh we're talking about yeah. this car that car. Man, i drive a civic and i'm happy like i don't know a thing but again it's because like, yeah. i just didn't grow yeah. up with like the know-how of, like how to open a hood and be like yeah that's the uh, thing that connects to the right. other thing look at that that goes fast because it's uh it's a hemi that's a, i think it's a hemi yeah. i don't know <laughs> you know it's just like i just yeah. didn't have that but the thing is like yeah, and no, well, I, get I guess the car stuff I don't care about, but like building, really working with my hands, like I enjoy that. And recently, mm-hmm. I started getting into it, started building, like framing walls and stuff like that. It's just I enjoy that, and I just want to mm-hmm. learn more of it. So it's just moving forward. It's just going to be more YouTube tutorials, and there is something tremendously satisfying about even when it's not right about building something with your own hands. Absolutely, and and, and having it at least be moderately functional. Right. Like I can't yes. do a lot of stuff. Like I'm again, I'm not super, super capable when it comes to building things, but like I can do some basic stuff. Yes. Um, and I know, you know, just enough to do again, really, really basic carpentry, putting things together, this, that, and the other, you know, basic vehicle maintenance, all that stuff. You know, if I needed to change my oil or rotate my tires or any of that stuff, like I could do all of that. Um, mm-hmm. but it, it's, you know, again, I think the, there's a sort of knowledge that I don't have. Um, like you said, like I would not be comfortable framing a wall, like, cause I just know there's something, you know, wouldn't work out quite right. But, you know, I did build, um, like I built a, a garbage hide cause I was required to by our HOA. We HOA, have to use garbage yeah, yeah. hide. So you can't see your cans from the street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a uh, HOAs are fun. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, it was either pay, you know, a couple hundred dollars to somebody to go build it. And I was like, you know what, this is super basic. It's basically, it's three poles and some panels. Like it can't be that hard to do. And so I was able to, to do that in a weekend. Um, and you know, it's one of the, one of the poles is like a little bit off center, a little bit cockeyed. Um, again, but it functions, it works, it looks it's the same color as the house, which is what it needed to be. And I didn't have to pay someone to do it. Um, but I will mm-hmm. say going back to your story, the idea that like paying the right people to do things, I, I think there's, there's this balance, right. That you kind of need to find between this, like this sort of hyper independent, like ultra masculine, like I can do anything. I can build anything. I can craft anything I need to. I'm sort of a jack of all trades or a master of all trades. And then the idea that like, maybe it's better. My time is better spent paying an expert to do the thing that needs to be done. Um, you know, like, like big electrical projects, like I can install a light, but I'm not going to run like a 240 from my panel around to like wire up a hot tub or something. Where yeah, there's exactly. a lot of people that probably be comfortable doing that. Yeah, like yeah. I 
don't want to touch the wrong wire and die. I want to know, though, but I can't. I just can't. So, like, the, yeah, like, the turf project and, like, moving the sprinklers and all that, like, that's not going to – I can't. No, there's no way. There's no mm-hmm. way. But, like, I want to – Yeah. Because I enjoy that stuff. I I want to maybe I don't know if I could do it right now, but like, I want to like do like a man test, right? Well, quote unquote man test. Like like <laughs> go down a list. Right. Like yes or no? Do you know how to do it? All right, just, let me let me just think of a couple off my head. Right. Can you change a car battery? Yes. Yeah, I can. I cannot. Can you change your own oil? Yes, if I needed to. I I do not. I I defer to other people. I, I think that's a basic thing that I should, but I don't. It's one of those things that it's like once you do it, it's not as scary as it seems there's there's like some very basic tools you need and basic knowledge but it's pretty straightforward honestly if somebody showed you one time you would know how to do it how do you dispose of the oil what's the proper way to dispose it you have to like do it properly right yeah a lot of um if you have a recycling center near you like where you Uh, take like big stuff like you know limbs and old beds and whatever a lot of times they have um oil disposal can you install basic lighting and fans yes Yes, I I can as well. Just a few YouTube mm-hmm. tutorials. That was pretty easy. Can you do basic, pl- uh, not plumbing, but like new faucets and stuff like that on your sink? Yeah, yeah, I'd be able to do that. That's a newer thing for me, but I feel like I've got, I'm pretty confident in that now. Like, I don't think I need to look on YouTube mm-hmm. now. Like, a, I can figure it out. So I'm I'm happy. I'm comfortable with that as well. What about like uh, yeah. plumbing, right, a, a pipe break? right in your wall like oh man i gotta cut through the drywall or something like that Mm. or i don't know i got some like like can you fix broken pipes i would probably hire someone to do that yeah me too i know how so here's (laughs) i know how to shut off the water in the house and i would then probably pay someone to do to do that work i'm trying to think of other like things do you mow your own yard? Oh, that's um, a that's a freebie. We all mow our yards. Oh yeah. We all do edging. Yeah. I do a damn yeah. good job of it. I'm just saying. Oh, I yeah. man, my yard looks good. I do. Just I feel like I do a pretty good job of it. <laughs> do you know how to make like your yard green? Do I do it all the time? Not really. <laughs> but do I know how to do it? Yes. It's like just do I have the time and want to put the effort into it? That that we've got uh, we've got Bermuda grass and I felt like it was tricky for a little bit. You know what happened, dude? So we we had a new build. We moved into our mm-hmm. house, I don't know, like four years ago or something like that. And our mm-hmm. like they they left a ton of construction debris uh, like just in the yard and they just threw grass over it. Because I think the way it works is like they, when they haul away debris and rocks <laughs> and all that stuff, they, they haul it away. And they, it, yeah. there's like this pricing structure that's like it depends on, on the tonnage and the weight. And there's just like a right. lot left over and they're just like, you know what? This is good enough. Let's just leave it. So they just left a ton of stuff in the oh, yard. Yeah. And only recently I was just like, dude, how come there are some spots in my yard that just will not get green? I've, I've done a lot of hard work to make sure that my yard looks good, looks pristine, right? I've, I've done the research, mm-hmm. but they, I call them birthmarks. There are like birthmarks on my yard where there are two spots that just could not <laughs> ever, ever get green. They stayed dead, mm-hmm. literally dead. And I'm like, what the hell? So I, I only recently someone's like, maybe there's just like a rock layer under there. And I was like, oh, it just like clicked. So I took like this little weeding tool and just stuck yep. it down there. It, it went down about an inch and just hit rock. I was like, oh, no way. Oh, and I went to the other yeah. spot. Same exact thing. There were and I like I like excavated just over. like It was like about 200 pounds worth of limestone 
concrete rock just like wood just wood planks just there Mm -hmm. and i just took it all out and it was like i was supposed to do just like a basic hour of yard work it turned into three hours of just like yard work plus and my (laughs) wife was pissed at me she's like you should be here with the kids but like i was low-key enjoying it i was like listening to my podcast i was like i was i I feel like once you get started on a project like that you just have to finish it oh yeah i was like getting a tan if you're watching on youtube i've got like this two-tone situation going on where it's like light dark and that's from the yard work i brown easy anyway so i'm uh i was like taking a ton of this rock out and now I got all the rock out, bought new new patches of grass, patched it up, leveled it. We're good to go. So we should be back to normal. But I was just like so frustrated. I was like, why? These people are just lazy. Just shortcuts, man. People are trying to build houses as quickly as possible with as many shortcuts as possible. And it's infuriating. All right, guys. So I know we have been having a good discussion about general dad topics, and I want to apologize to everybody because I think I might still be having internet issues. So I'm going to go try and hunt down some gremlins in my network. But I just wanted to come on here and wrap it up. Uh, And first of all, again, apologize that we are not on our regular schedule and that we've had a couple of of blips in consistency here, but we're going to be back to a much more consistent schedule. Fingers crossed. Everybody stays healthy. We can hit a regular recording schedule. Um, But we are back at home in our own studios with obviously our own internet connections. So uh, as long as those stay stable, we will keep pumping out these podcast episodes. Um, We're going to be coming at you in the next episode with some more, um, excuse me, some more timely topics and maybe a little bit more structure. Uh, But this has been fun just kind of talking about some random topics and just having a good conversation about dad stuff. Um, so with that, Andrew, anything you want to say before we close out? Thank you for listening and watching. If you are watching on YouTube, uh, again, we appreciate any sort of five-star ratings on Apple podcasts, Spotify, Google podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you again for listening and we'll catch you in the next one. Peace.